0: Let's get into the quarterback position as it pertains to fantasy football in 2022 in the NFL. Matt Williamson has him ranked out. I will argue with him and maybe fight for some guys to be a little higher or lower with our Fantasy War Room Series 2022 fantasy quarterback rankings coming up right now. You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson with you once again at PD Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Thanks for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where? The game starts it's not quarterbacks Matt you got about 30 of them or so mm. ranked out I don't know if we'll go in depth with all 30 of the top guys but I think we should hash out the top 24 if you're playing in a league that is a 12 teamer and you got a starter and a backup I think we can have a pretty good idea of the draftable quarterbacks maybe some sleepers and uh, maybe argue a little bit about how they're ranked here at the top as you draft quarterbacks and just before we get started matt you're a you're a wait on quarterbacks guy right that's what everybody who's played fantasy football for a long time does in their drafts you let somebody else you let the rookies draft the quarterbacks high and you wait right is that still the strategy these days uh as we roll into the 2022 season
1: yeah hey happy fourth to all i hope everyone had a wonderful long weekend we're back at you now you know coming coming strong we're not that far away from camp um like my tight end ranks these are very preliminary first time kind of just putting pen to paper and looking at it and maybe tweaking it here and there and more information comes out with you know receiver injuries and things like that and oh, there might even be some quarterback shakeups. I mean we're not even positive who a couple team starters are but yes I would say nine out of ten seasons I'm going to be in my 12 team league, the 11th or 12th owner to pull the trigger on a quarterback and just kind of chill. And then usually after that, I take a risky guy shortly after like last year it was fields, you know, I mean, guys like that, that are kind of unknown, but maybe they'll hit for you big. So I'm usually the last or second to last to pull the trigger on my starter and one of the first to grab my backups. And at that point, I have a a whole stable of running backs and receivers. Um, Again, it's not a steadfast rule. I said nine out of ten years. I remember a couple years ago, I had just targeted Russell Wilson. I forget what year it was. Just thinking, this guy's ADP is really low. I'm going to take him around ahead of where I should as like the quarterback seven or eight and it paid off huge. It was his best fantasy year, you know? So once in a while, I'll kind of see an anomaly and say, if if the, if there's a guy sticking out like a sore thumb, I'll take him, you know, at ADP or earlier, but as a rule of thumb, no, I'm a wait and see guy.
0: Yeah. I'm a wait and see guy. And then there's those years where you kick yourself because uh, there's one season, which was the Patrick Mahomes breakout first breakout year, Um, you know, could have drafted that league winner. In the very last round, I drafted Patrick Mahomes. Then week one rolls around. Ah, I need a backup cor- running back or I need, you know, some kind of depth here. I'm gonna hit the waiver wire. I'm gonna drop my quarterback, my second quarterback, because I probably won't use him anyway that much. And then uh, you know, eventually someone else picks up Patrick Mahomes and gets all the benefits, even though I was the one that drafted him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs>
1: that's our awesome.
0: quarterback can really pay off, but you gotta hold on to him sometimes. It's just a dead roster spot all season long when you're you know, when you start one quarterback every week but one. Uh, so let's get into this then. Uh, who do you like at the top? If if the, yeah. if the there's one guy that falls to a certain point, who's that guy for you where you're like, okay, this is, this is QB1 in 2022 in the NFL season?
1: Yeah, and quickly, I mean, if your whole league takes the approach, wait, 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 there is a breaking point where I'm going to take the number one guy or whatever because we've all been there week to week, and you're starting Kirk Cousins or Matthew Stafford or, you know, quarterback – 10, 11, 12, 14. And three weeks in a row, you got to play against Lamar, Mahomes, and Allen. And you're, I mean, it, the whole game is about scoring points and beating your opponent. And it doesn't mean you have to be so bullheaded that, man, Josh Allen, my number one quarterback, and basically every list I've seen, Josh Allen's the number one quarterback this year. He's still there in the sixth or seventh round because everyone's playing chicken. I'll take them and have an advantage over everyone in my league, but it rarely goes that way, especially with home leagues, you know?
0: Mm, Yeah. Do you feel strong at the top? Is it like, okay, there's a QB one or did you have to fight yourself with these top guys And And how does it look at the top for you?
1: Yeah, I think there's a clear number one. I mean, I don't think Allen's rushing production is going to go away. Maybe it decreases by 10%, but he's still going to run a lot. He's probably still their short yardage back, and I expect him to score rushing touchdowns as much as anyone on this list because of the power style that he brings. That's a big and, one. I just that's I, huge, I just want,
0: yeah, Josh Allen is just you get those free extra touchdowns, and and that's enough to if there's a tie to put him at number one. So you've got a good offense, it's humming. You've got weapons for him, um, you make the big play. And there's even more that like he could even get better than what we've seen before, you know, so it's not like he's like, Oh, well, he'll never do that again necessarily. You don't feel that way about Josh Allen. Then you get the rushing touchdown production potentially from him too. And you put that all together and uh, I'm not going to fight you uh, about you won there.
1: I mean, he easily could throw for 5,000 yards. I mean, he's a great player coming into his own. Um, You know, a slight thing you don't love is, and and usually I don't look this far into it because my team changes so much, but if it's the fantasy championship and Buffalo has swirling winds and terrible weather, you know, it's something to consider, you know, that the stadium he plays in when it matters most for fantasy might not help his cause. Uh, Who's number two then? Two and three I've been torn on. So Allen's my clear one. I went with Kyler slightly over Lamar I think his passing production will far per, you know, surpass Jackson's this year. I bet Lamar runs a little more, but they're both exceptional runners. They're big play runners. I don't love that Kyler, late in the season, hasn't been the same player as the first two-thirds of the season, but the same thing was true with Lamar last year. Lamar's really struggling against the Blitz, so there's a little bit of a, a new hurdle he needs to overcome. And I want to throw something at you here because I really have mixed feelings and I I want to get your opinion on Kyler versus Lamar as well. But one of my tiebreakers in Kyler's favor, and I'm stealing this from Dwayne McFarland, who I urge everyone to check out. I mean, he is a somewhat new fantasy analyst some two, three years ago. And it was in pro football focus added him about a year or so ago. But I think he's one of the best guys out there to be very honest with you. And, a big thing he's been harping on just listening to you know his podcast and whatnot is he wants players this year from the AFC and NFC West. And on paper, that seems pretty obvious. Chargers are good. The Chiefs are good. You know, the Rams are good, but they play each other this year. And what Dwayne did, and this is what I want your opinion on, if you would put any weight on this or not, is he went and looked at, And again, these are subject to change. But if you look at all the over-unders, you know, I guess in Vegas right now, 17, 18 weeks of games, there is an over-under for every game. And a super high percentage of them are AFC and NFC West games. I mean, often against one another. They're just predicting tons of shootouts within those divisions and against those divisions. So his point is, if I'm torn on a guy I want a player that is likely to be in games that there's a lot of points. So I thought that was an interesting way of looking at it.
0: I I feel like this is the year where I go with the high upside quarterback with athleticism and running ability as my backup quarterback mm-hmm. and not my starter because okay. my QB one, when you look at Murray and, and Lamar specifically, I'm worried that I'm going to be sitting there at the championship game and have a, you know, a broken quarterback that can't yeah. get me to the yeah. title, even though I got there or just, you know, into the playoffs at some point and miss a really important game for me. And with both of those quarterbacks, while they could be QB ones, either one and, you know, and deserve to be in the two, three discussion. I feel like at this point, especially if I had to pay QB two or QB three, I'd rather get one of the other guys. That's more of a pocket passer that, Brady I just,
1: or Burrow or something. Even like if it that,
0: doesn't yeah. go as big, mm-hmm. right, the rushing numbers, more consistent that I feel better about. And I don't know if that's the right strategy. That's just the way I look at it. And I just feel like it's a little bit rich at this point when we've seen these guys already get hurt recently yeah. and not be that fantasy stalwart that you need. And I would rather just have a I'd feel I'd sleep better on Saturdays knowing that my quarterback's not gonna has is a is less likely to get hurt on Sunday. We'll put it that way.
1: I would say it's highly unlikely that Allen, especially Kyler and Lamar, end up on my team. You know, I mean, for all the reasons you mentioned, I think they're going to go too high. I don't think that Kyler and Lamar are slam dunks. No brainer is going to win me the league guys to your point. So, yeah, I'm with you. You know, I mean, I assume they'll all be off the board pretty quick and probably not on my team.
0: All right, we will get into quarterbacks four through maybe all the way down to 30. Matt's got them ranked out, but we'll talk especially about the top guys that might be on your roster, some sleepers to look at here in 2022. But I want to let the folks out there first know about – Bet online, bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You like some of these quarterbacks, you want to bet on them to be MVP of the league. They've got those odds up already at bet online, tons of NFL props and odds and futures for the 2022 NFL season already at bet online, find the latest sports developments and league reviews and news from other sports as well, like major league baseball going all summer. What movement is happening in the NBA? And I'm sure that is changing those NBA odds already for the 2022, 2023 NBA season. Bet Online is your continued source for all, not just sports wagering, but information, live betting, esports scores, and more. We've got boxing, MMA, celebrity fights happening. Uh, two different golf leagues now to bet on. At Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in at all your favorite sports and events. And of course, put down those wagers and make yourself a little cash. So get over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts thanks again everybody for making a peacock and williamson your first listen every day we're getting into the quarterbacks in 2022 that could lead you to that fantasy football championship so we've got josh allen we've got kyler murray and lamar jackson at the top for you matt and i will argue that qb2 should be patrick mahomes hmm. why do you have patrick mahomes down at number five even behind? By- behind your QB four this year, which is where uh, I, I think I'd really start to fight you.
1: I knew four was going to raise some eyebrows and that's Jalen hurts because one of these things isn't like the other, you know I mean? He's not a great player. I mean, frankly, if anyone on my top 20 gets benched, it could be him. You know I mean? I don't think that's the case. I just think that hurts threw very, very little last year. I very much believe that he will not throw a ton, but I bet they throw a higher percentage. I mean, the running percentage for the Eagles last year was astronomically high. And if you're going to trade for A.J. Brown, you're going to throw the football a little bit more. I'm not afraid of their stable of running backs. So I think his rushing production will remain the same, which is exceptional. I think they have the best line in the league. I think they're going to be in a lot of competitive games. So that's not a knock on Mahomes, and I could definitely make an argument for Mahomes at two. I just think Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to play a little bit different this year, and we've talked about this in non-fantasy circles. I'm expecting a little bit more run. Um, they have a very good offensive line, a lot more short passing, You know, getting teams out of that cover two that everyone plays against Kansas City. And frankly, I don't like his weapons quite as much as I used to with Hill gone.
0: I don't think that Patrick Mahomes will necessarily end up on most of my rosters because I, I'm also a wait on QB guy. But if the drafts were starting to go like you have them ranked out, I might end up with Patrick Mahomes. But he is, if you look at ADPs, he is still quarterback two, which is where is he I, I, I okay for him. Yeah, um, and it gets it, it's pretty close in there with with another quarterback that we haven't even talked about yet, who's quarterback three. Lamar is four, and uh, Murray is five. And then you go all the way down to QB 8 is where Jalen Hurts is uh, right now for, for ADPs in early fantasy drafts here. And we're only in July. Training camp hasn't started yet, and most leagues haven't drafted their fantasy teams, but a lot of experts have. And and um, you, you do see some movement at this point in those ADPs over the summer. But this sounds like uh, um, a Matt Williamson stamp on, on Jalen Hurts that you believe, you know, you add that, I mean, that's a dynamic receiving group right right like, it's a great group i, I love devonte adams and i love aj brown so that's nice and they've done everything they can to try to have try to allow jalen hurts to take that extra step i think he's a a back half starter as far as who he is mm-hmm. as a quarterback, but right, he's got too. ability to, to buoy you, and I think that's why he is a QB one in fantasy football. And if that starts to play up and he gets better with those weapons, I could start to see it. I just can't take him over Mahomes and and Lamar and and Murray and any of those guys, but definitely Mahomes is the one that that I would really fight you about, and and maybe a couple other here too. But it sounds like Jalen Hurts might end up with his ADP on a lot of Matt Williamson's fantasy football teams. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting name this year because he absolutely could take that next step.
1: Yeah. Assuming I'm as bullish on him then as I am now, this might be that one out of 10 year where seven quarterbacks are off the board and Hertz is my four and I grab him. You know, I'm not one of the last guys to take a quarterback. I could see that being the case because I really like him for fantasy. I have questions about him in the real world, but you got to you know remove those things. Mahomes, but to be honest, Mahomes versus Hertz was a very tough conversation. Four and five could have gone either way.
0: Okay, so we got Mahomes at five. Then who is quarterback six? Because uh if it's Justin Herbert for you, Matt, um, and this is another one I'd put Herbert for sure in front of Hertz, and I'd have mm-hmm. I just the idea that there's more there with Justin Herbert. And this is that scary season, you know, with 50 touchdowns, he just goes absolutely bonkers. If there's a quarterback that's going to do it this year, like Justin Herbert's the one to bet on. And that's why his ADP right now is QB three. And he's actually going ahead of Lamar and Kyler and and Jalen Hurts and, and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen the only two quarterbacks. He's not going ahead of right now, as far as consensus goes and look, and I understand the running ability and, and what Murray and Jackson can be in those offenses, especially when Murray gets, um, DeAndre Hopkins back in the second half if he's healthy uh, with his running ability. But Justin Herbert's the one that could just go absolutely crazy this year. You've got him down here at uh, at number six.
1: And unfortunately, I'm not going to be a pretty I'm not going to be a very good lawyer against Herbert right now. I I I agree with everything you said. I could see him going third. I think he's going to be an utter superstar that wins MVPs. I mean, I have him in my, my Dynasty Superflex League and couldn't be happier. I love everything about him. And you didn't even mention, I mean, he probably will run for 300 yards and three touchdowns too, you know I mean? Like, he's a very able and more than competent runner. I just happen to like the other ones better, you know? I mean, I guess there's a little bit of fewer questions on the running or Mahomes' skills. I mean, I I – I'm not defending myself well here at all. It's no knock on Herbert to have him six. Why do you hate Herbert, Williamson? I don't hate him at all. I love him. I just think that these other guys are in great fantasy situations. Maybe I'll move him up, but I just like the running abilities of Murray Jackson Hurts. Which brings up
0: our original point. It's why you wait on quarterbacks. Right, right. You won't sit there and wait, and all of a sudden... Justin Herbert's still there for you. And you love Justin Herbert, get him late. You know, you you can could, you could find that guy late. And if he's not there, one of the other six might still be there. Maybe it's Mahomes. Yeah. Maybe if you love Jalen Hurts, he's ADP quarterback eight. You get him at quarterback seven, right? You get him one, one spot higher because you like him a lot more. So that's why you wait on quarterback because there's a ton of good ones. They could all go big. And if they're all putting up numbers you expect, there's not a huge amount of separation Right. Between the quarterback you have and the quarterback the other team has, the the thing you don't want to end up with is just an awful quarterback who's giving you nothing. You know, that that's where it can start to hurt you.
1: A hundred percent. And these next couple names to me, I think are a tier below Herbert. You know, so I I probably won't be buying in this neighborhood. You know, if one of those top six that we mentioned is sitting there at quarterback eight or two rounds later than he should, I'll probably jump on them. But I don't think this, na- na- this neighborhood of these next three or four will be on my team either. I, I mean, I, the 789 group here, I don't love. I have some questions about.
0: You have at 789. And I think after 789, then we'll start to get deeper into the sleepers here in mm-hmm. the top. Those QB twos you like the best, but uh, Joe Burrow, you have seven, Tom Brady, you have eight, and Dak Prescott, you have nine. Now, Dak, you have lower than the consensus, and I think people expect a, a healthy full season yeah. uh, of Dak, which again, that's really good production. So if I'm sitting there drafting on draft day and I get one of those top nine quarterbacks in my QB one, I feel pretty good about it. Tom Brady, 45, is he going to fall off a little bit? You know, like, th- so I think Brady won't end up on a lot of my teams, but I think Dak Prescott might, because he's the guy that most, like we would probably be talking about as the way you talked about Jalen Hurts at QB four if not for the way the you know, injuries have gone for him recently. And I think you're going to get a discount on draft day for Dak Prescott, potentially. And Joe Burrow, you know, he doesn't have the wow arm, the wow athleticism, and and for fantasy purposes, he's basically a younger version of Tom Brady, whereas, okay, he's got to be super efficient and they got to throw the ball a lot, but he could also go big. And there was years where Tom Brady was QB1 and, and dominated in the fantasy world, just like yeah. his, his team's dominated on the field.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Burrow or Brady could lead the league in touchdown passes, you know, and I like Burrow's receivers better than Brady's. Uh, That's what worries me a little bit about Brady. Uh, Brady was my quarterback last year, gladly jumped on him. He threw three or four touchdowns every day, it seemed like. But no Gronk, Godwin's hurt, no AB. I got to think they run the ball a little higher percentage for those reasons. Really good offensive line. And you know he brings nothing as a runner. Burrow at least gives you something as a runner. So I Burrow over Brady was, you know, I went back and forth, but felt strong about Burrow.
0: Yeah, no, i, I yeah. got no problems with that. I, I've yeah. got no problems with how high anybody would have Joe Burrow at this point because there could be a ton there. Remember, he was coming off an ACL last year. Right. And uh, year two of Jamar Chase, ton of weapons to throw to. Like, he, he could go absolutely nuts. And, he could go absolutely nuts. And you can get him late in your fantasy drafts, comparatively for how good of a quarterback he is. As for Dak,
1: I love him. I think he's an underrated football player. Um, two things worry me a little bit of why he's not seven. Instead, he's nine. is, And I don't know if this is an indicator or not because he's had such injuries. He hasn't run nearly as much the last few years. And I think that's true even before his gruesome injury from two years ago. It doesn't make much sense to me. He should run a lot. But his rushing numbers aren't phenomenal and I think his receiving group isn't phenomenal besides Lamb right now. I mean, Gallup's not going to play to like, Thanksgiving. I think Schultz is just a guy. James Washington and those types are just okay. But uh, I don't love his supporting cast as much as he used to. I mean, it's, if he was throwing to Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb again, he'd be higher.
0: Okay, there are some Hall of Fame quarterbacks. There are some guys who've done almost nothing in the NFL coming up next on the list. We'll get into the QB2 section of your fantasy football drafts, the sleepers to bet on in 2022 and finish out Matt Williamson's rankings here as we uh, approach a couple weeks before teams start reporting. To training camp in 2022. But how about our friends at Rock Auto? With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, pretty much impossible for your local chain store to stock all the parts you need. So why pay those prices that it costs to go to that chain store? 30%, 50%, 100% markup more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. And man, as I've found recently, There's a lot of repairs you can do in your car that you wouldn't expect is pretty darn easy when you utilize rockauto.com and maybe even watch a YouTube video for a couple minutes to to seal that home on how you fix a, a fender flare, let's say, if it flies off your vehicle along the highway. Here's an example of a part, a Honda Odyssey. Let's say you drive a Honda Odyssey. And you need a new fuel pump. That fuel pump costs $350 plus from a chain store. It's only $216 at rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto prices are always reliably low for every customer, professional and do-it-yourselfer alike. Everything you need, small parts, big parts, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil windshield wipers get your car in tip-top shape this winter with some new wiper blades maybe you just you know you need to, to throw uh, some jumper cables in uh, your son or daughter's car or something like that make sure they're good to go so they don't get stranded somewhere go explore the easy to use website today go to rockauto.com see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com yeah, a your guy team. coming up in here. here and this is an interesting one okay yeah. this is higher than actually i'd have them just because of some of the unknowns but there's upside here with some of these qb2 types in these fantasy football leagues and and matt thinks maybe even in the, the end of the qb1 territory so uh matt's top nine go josh allen Kylie murray lamar jackson jalen hurts uh patrick mahomes justin herbert joe burrow tom brady Dak prescott that's the top nine the real order should be josh allen patrick mahomes lamar herbert then Kyler Murray, <laughs> then Burrow, Dak, Brady hurts. That's the way I would have him in, okay. my... um Number 10, you have the first second year quarterback in Trey Lance. He only started two games last year. Did he impress you enough? Or are you drafting Kyle Shanahan right here? I'm drafting
1: Kyle Shanahan right here and talent. And I think he's going to run the ball a ton. I think it's going to be a very good offense. I think he has three legit weapons. And maybe he'll struggle on the field and look lost at times. I really don't care because at the end of the day, he's going to put up fantasy points. He was a very good fantasy producer in very limited viewings um, as a rookie. I mean, you you know how he looked, obviously, better than I do. But I think I'm stealing this little quote from Evan Silva in that Evan said something along the lines of, remember the year before... Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes all blew up. We were all talking about them like these like a guy like Lance. And what they all have in common is immense talent, especially for the fantasy world because of their their running ability, all kinds of great draft capital. I mean, they're highly touted players coming into the league, all first round picks, and great situations with great coaches, you know, Andy Reid, Buffalo, Baltimore, San Fran, that I think a very talented guy in Shanahan's hands is going to create a lot of fantasy points.
0: I love the the coach plus weapons, plus weapons that can do things for you. Because we saw in, with yeah. Jimmy Guapolo that Kyle Shanahan can, can scheme some things open. And when you scheme open Debo Samuel, he can turn a five-yard pass into a 25 yard pass. George Kittle can do the same thing. Uh, There's some other weapons that will help him out. And I think there'll be more down the field throwing in this offense. Plus you got a running game. Uh, That's where I would worry though, because the running game will help the young quarterback, help incubate him, help protect him, play action, passing big plays to come for the San Francisco 49ers. But the volume might not be there for Trey Lance, which is where I worry about him from a fantasy perspective, from a dynasty perspective, I'd be all in on Trey Lance. Um, But I think I would go for a few quarterbacks first, and i i like a name like aaron rodgers is losing devonte adams enough to knock aaron rodgers down to mid qb2 territory we're, t- we're we're putting aaron rodgers and daniel jones kirk cousins territory <laughs> i know i'm rough on him yeah you got i mean we're skipping a few names i just want to point out aaron rodgers because we can't point out we can't go deep on everybody you got aaron rodgers down at 15 which is five spots lower than trey lance here and some names i can see why but you got 15 16 17 you got Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones. I mean, that is disrespectful to have Aaron Rodgers <laughs> next to you. One, one you know, uh, one guy away from uh, Daniel Jones.
1: Okay, well let, let me phrase that a little different. You said, you know, he's got Carr, you got Rodgers, Cousins, Jones. Well, at 13 through 16, I have really good NFL quarterbacks that don't run. Stafford, Carr, I think Carr might lead the league in passing yards this year. Rogers Cousins, who I never owned Cousins, but at the end of the year, he ends up quarterback 12 like every season. You know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> you know, so Stafford Carr, Rogers Cousins, really good football players. There's a Hall of Famer in there. There might be this year's MVP in that group. Just no running, you know, so. I have Justin Fields right ahead of that group. That could subject to change. All four of those guys might jump Fields because Fields' situation's horrible. But man, I think there's a lot of talent
0: there. Fields is the opposite of Trey Lance in that, uh, well, they're similar in that high draft picks, teams right. gave up draft capital or move up for them. They're clearly going to be the guy this year, tons of talent athleticism could go huge for fantasy purposes and just yes. pure talent. I would put probably fields even ahead of Trey Lance just because of he's even faster uh-huh. and he's such a good deep ball thrower. So there could be big plays, but they're complete opposites in that his situation is terrible compared to Lance's. Right. Right. I have no idea about the coaching staff. The coaches have probably be better than last year at least, but I don't know how much that's going to help him because I don't know how good the line is. I don't know how good his receivers are going to be. So it's, it's, it's diff it's more diff more difficult to, project how good the offense is going to be but then on the other hand there's probably going to be more volume i would bet my entire mortgage that justin fields attempts more passes than trey lance this year because i think they're going to be playing from behind and he's going to have the opportunity to throw more And he'll be forced to throw more in a way where trey lance they might have the opportunity to throw less even though they could throw more with him to try to you know protect him and help him run the ball more so for those reasons uh, I'm kind of torn on all of those guys and I would love to have either one as QB2 but I just couldn't draft them as my QB1 but I'm all in on the on the talent for Fields I think he could I, I think it, despite his weird situation I think he could blow up this year um and of course I love Trey Lance and I would be happy if either one of those guys is my QB2 but I'm going to take Russell Wilson I'm going to take Stafford going to take Rodgers over them Again, because it goes back to sleeping. I like to sleep well on Saturday nights.
1: I hear you. I mean, this time last year, Lance and Fields were exact same grade for me, and I was going to take one of them as my QB, too. I end up with Brady and Fields. You know, that, that was a strategy I loved last year. Great. This year, I have Lance at 10, Fields at 12, but I think the gap is much bigger than that. You know, I mean, Lance, I will gladly take. I don't know that I'll take Fields when it's all said and done, when 11 quarterbacks are off the board. The name we're kind of overlooking here, though, is Russell Wilson. I have him at 11. Lance versus Wilson was tough for me. I don't love a change in team, though. I mean, just, there's just a little bit more room for error there.
0: I will probably end up uh, just looking at ADPs because of how mm-hmm. low some of these guys are going. Fields is going quarterback 18. I think oh, Fields wow. will end up my quarterback, two in a lot of leagues. Um, and maybe even Trevor Lawrence. And talking with – Tony Wiggins of locked on Jaguars this week and, and i um, interested to hear what he says about mm-hmm. prospects of Trevor Lawrence. Who's, who's way down the list for you as well. But that's exactly what I'm looking for. High upside in my QB two that um, you know, either is so good that he has to start for my fantasy football team or is good, does a good job filling in. If you know, my, my QB one gets hurt. Um, but with, with Wilson and Stafford, I feel like even though they're veterans and we know exactly who they are, I feel like there's more there potentially for both of those guys. And maybe yeah. I, I would, and this is why you wait on quarterbacks. If I'm sitting there and I, I draft the last starting quarterback and it's Russell Wilson or Matthew Stafford, I'm pretty feeling pretty darn good about my fantasy football team. Aaron Rodgers too. I, I mean, I wouldn't even hate the
1: idea of I take Wilson and Stafford or Wilson and Rodgers, and just really sleep well at night. And one of them might just run away from the pack, you know, uh, at this price at these ADPs. So I will say, though, you mentioned Lawrence. I think he's interesting. He threw so few touchdowns last year. I think he went eight games in a row with one touchdown over an eight-game stretch. Like, that stuff's not going to keep up. Yeah. So, uh, there's fewer shot-in-the-dark, you know, sleeper quarterbacks than last year, in my opinion. I mean, I really like Fields. I really liked Lance. The two that I might take as my high upside two are Lawrence, as you mentioned, and Daniel Jones. Uh, and, again – he may not even be the Giants' quarterback next year. He probably won't be. He may not even be a good player, period. But he runs a lot. I like their weapons. He actually has an offensive line, and I like his coach. So I'm betting on everything but the player with Daniel Jones. Where Lawrence, I'm just totally betting on the player.
0: I did not even realize that that Matt, that Matt Williamson was such a Daniel Jones believer. Such a such a Daniel Jones. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, Daniel Jones. Ah, pretty similar. Pretty were-
1: similar. This is fantasy we're talking about. I'm not casting MVP votes here.
0: I love that. I'm just going to roll through your, the rest of your list here. So yeah, uh, after Rogers, there's
1: a boring the- section after Lawrence here. Yeah. That they're all kind I mean, of the same.
0: After uh, Rogers, it was Cousins, Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Mitch Trubisky. Um, Matt's trying to believe in that for the. For the <laughs> well, for I,
1: think gonna I think he's going to start. I think he's going to run. I know if he's going to start, but he's going to run.
0: If we were drafting right now, I would draft Pickett for sure over Trubisky and just kind of cross my fingers. But I would definitely not roster either one of those players right now.
1: There's a good case for that. I don't think either is being drafted in most fantasy leagues.
0: Some Tannehill disrespect all the way down at number 20 after number I 19. Know. Then Jameis Winston, too. Those are solid backup quarterbacks for your fantasy football teams, even in 12-team leagues. Carson Wentz, then Tua, then Mac Jones, then Zach Wilson, all the way down at 25, well behind his, um, his fellow draftees in 20 uh, 21 draft uh, aside from Mac Jones, Mac Jones, the only one that played good last year Well, yeah. in, in stretch never
1: runs at all.
0: Yeah. So just, uh, there's, there's limited upside. I think for Mac Jones, even though if you're drafting him for the real football world, you feel pretty good about. Oh yeah. I like Mac Jones played last year. Anybody at the end of the list here that you like, what about Baker Mayfield? Who's not really on your list, but what if he signs with say the Seahawks tomorrow, where does Baker Mayfield end up?
1: Yeah. I, I tweaked this just a little while we were even having this conversation, The bottom of my list goes Mac Jones at 24, Matt Ryan, who I flat out forgot at 25, Zach Wilson, Mariota, Goff, Davis Mills brings us to 29. None of those guys would get drafted in your league. I mean, I intentionally left Garoppolo, Watson, Mayfield, Brissett, Locke, Darnold. Those guys didn't even get a ranking. But Mayfield could really jump up this thing. If he's on Carolina or Seattle, and I think those are really his only two options, I think he's in the Tannehill neighborhood ahead of Trubisky. I think he'd be like 19.
0: That's an early look at those 2022 quarterback rankings for the fantasy landscape this season. If you don't like the rankings, hit up Matt at Williamson NFL. If you love the rankings, talk to me on Twitter at BDPeacock. We're going to continue on this week. Uh, We're getting ready for training camp. We're going to do a live show Thursday, a little Twitter Thursday action. And we still got wide receivers to talk about as far as 2022 rankings go. That might have to be a two-part series, too, because uh, they're on oh, be a of the NFL, and you're going to be starting three or four of them every week, depending on the rules in your fantasy football league. Matt and I back tomorrow right here, Peacock and Williamson.